0: You're about to listen to Brittle Stars' really great podcast. The really great podcast is fueled by our well-caffeinated friends at Club Coffee. It's a it's kind of a misnomer because there's no actual club to join. They just they make like they, they make coffee. There's no club. So don't don't get your hopes up. They make delicious compostable coffee pods that you can find at retailers across Canada, like Loblaws, Amazon, and Costco. And they're Canadian too, eh? If you're not into coffee, sorry. Well, hi there. It's Brittle Star here. Um, before we get started on another episode of the Brittle Star is Really Great Podcast, should I call it The Brittle Star is Really Great Podcast, or just Brittle Star is Really Great Podcast? I think just just Brittle Star is Really Great Podcast. I mean, it is a really great podcast. I've gone on too long about this already, haven't I, before. I'll stop now. Uh, I hope you're doing well, and uh, hope things are going okay for you. And um, as we slowly crawl our way out of the pandemic all that kind of fun stuff. And uh, yeah, so what's new with me? So let's see. So what's new with me is um, I'll tell you a story. I went to the, uh, to the doctor uh, a little while ago. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm not that old, but I'm, I'm over 50. And uh, as uh, the comedian Ron James says, when you turn over 50, things start to grow on you, <laughs> which is a funny line. Um, and, uh, so I went to the doctor to sort of get something like cut off me, my head, basically something little, little, little gross thing on the head. I not want to get cut off. I don't want to get too detailed, but it wasn't anything serious. It was all fine, but just wanted to get rid of it. So I got it looks good. You know what I mean? And, um, so I, I did that and I was also scheduling my shingles vaccine at the same time, because again, I'm old and uh, this is the kind of thing that you do. And this was what passes for excitement when you get old like me. So I go to the doctor and uh, she looks, she's fantastic. She looks at uh, the thing on my head and she's going to say, well, we can get rid of it. But if I do, it's going to, you're going to have like a mark there for like two weeks or something. I was like, "Ugh, I got stuff to do. I got to do some events. I can't do this. She's like, well, let's just reschedule that for another time. And then, so she scheduled my prescribed my shingles vaccine. And that was great. I mean, as far as that is concerned, it's great. And that was great. And then she'd like check some other stuff and she's like, oh. Let's check your blood pressure. So she checked my blood pressure. And uh, she's like, yeah, your blood pressure is pretty high. And they took my blood pressure eight times, which is crazy. So I'm like, huh, I mean, I haven't, I don't, this is not why I came in. This is really weird. This is really strange. Uh, but uh, okay, so that's fine. So we do that and that's good. And then she checks some other stuff. She's like, yeah, I don't like the look of this thing on your back. I'm going to cut this off. So I ended up getting like all this other treatment, all these other like uh, tune-ups that I wasn't expecting to get and it kind of struck me and by the way I'm fine I'm totally fine everything the thing on my back is fine and the and my blood pressure is fine and all that kind of stuff it's it's well it's fine now because I got medication for it (laughs) the medication is science is amazing isn't it science is phenomenal Uh, especially uh, the older you get you appreciate it more because it's keeping you alive and I think that makes science very easy to appreciate um But I was thinking about that. What's interesting is that, you know, I remember before I turned 50 that I was like, okay, I'm going to just have to prepare for the slide down into the dirt. Basically, (laughs) I'm going to have to just get steel myself so that I'm ready. Uh, So for whatever happens, I will, I will know that things aren't going to get, things aren't going to get rosier. I should just prepare myself. And it's funny because as you get older, you just sort of, you, you have this really weird, you know, contradiction in your head where you're like, ah, I'm getting older and I've got stuff happening to me and I've got health issues and I got to deal with this now and I got to take this medication and I got to do this and that, whatever. But then at this exact same time, you're like, you know what? I'm still alive today. That's pretty good. You know what I mean? I'm still alive. I get to appreciate things. That's, That's a win. I'll take that as a full on win. So that's basically where my head's at these days. My head's kind of like, eh, it's a bummer that I have to, you know, take blood pressure medication. That sounds like a super old guy thing to do. Uh, but at the same time, Hey, stop my head from feeling like it's going to pop off. So that's pretty cool. I appreciate that again. Hooray for science. I think that's the moral of this story is that science is good. It was kind of, that was a lot of detail. I hope that didn't gross you out. I hope it's like people's not like getting, I don't, know it wasn't that gross, but we won't dwell on it. We'll move on from there. But what's interesting again, sort of going from that point is that to today's guest uh, is sort of, um, I want to say like uh, an underground icon, but that, that makes them sound like they do weird things, which they, I mean, they're a little bit weird, but that's not exactly it. Uh, but I think that um, they are a total icon and I think people are just kind of realizing now how much of an icon they are. So I am super excited to have them on the show. They are phenomenal, and uh, it's it'll be interesting to see you know where things go from here. But man, this person is just one of the sweetest, nicest people ever. You know what's really strange is when you we, you know I've met a lot of a lot of celebrities, and thank you know which I'm grateful for, and it's fun that I get to meet celebrities in the past number of years that I've been doing this ridiculous thing I call a job, but. You know, the majority of them though, are kind of what you expect. With the person who's on the show today, I don't know why, but I was like, I'm not sure they're gonna be exactly, you know, maybe, they, they can't possibly be as nice as I think they are. And damn it, they're like even nicer. Like they're just like, it's like they're TV version of themselves, but better because they're 3D. It's just, they're just the loveliest thing in the world. And I think you're really going to enjoy today's conversation. It's fantastic. So why don't we just get to it? You know, why don't we just start talking about it and find out what's going on? So today we're talking to...
1: My name is Giselle Corinthius, and I'm a children's entertainer.
0: That's great. (laughs) That was so succinct. I think it was like, I like, I like the ownership of it. I think i just like, this is what I do. I'm a children's entertainer. And it's one of the most, you know, I, like I've known you as a, as a personality and then being on television because our kids watched you all the time on TVO Kids. And for those people who are listening, who don't know what TVO Kids is, it's uh, in Ontario, Canada, and it's uh it's a kind of a public broadcaster. Is that kind of, it's part of the public. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. She's nodding. That's for the people it listening is. to a podcast. <laughs> Giselle is nodding. Oh, yes, Whenever sorry. she nods. <laughs> <laughs> when Giselle nods, I will be informing the audience that that means an affirmative. Mm. And uh so it's it's this public broadcaster and they have this kids programming and it was like you you're like a like a superstar though like you especially for our kids um and the age they were. So our oldest son is 22 now, our youngest is 19 and the you know, when I was telling Shannon uh, that I was going to be having you on the podcast, she was like, you know, do, do you want to just send her the picture of like Ona Greger standing like zombies in front of the television <laughs> watching her? Oh. And, and uh, I think actually it wasn't you necessarily. It was on the screen at the time. But I just wanted to pump your ego up a little bit by saying that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but tell me, like, That's one lovely. of the things that always strikes me is really interesting about uh, children's entertainers is... Like, did you, did you go, did you like start with, is that what you're aiming for this whole time or did you kind of fall into it?
1: I guess, yeah, I guess I kind of fell into it. Um, I was, I always wanted to be an actor since I was seven years old. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I pursued... Theater. I was always involved in community theater and uh, you know drama programs and at school and outside of school improv. And uh, I was uh, born, I was raised in Montreal mm-hmm. and and so uh, this was all happening in Montreal. And then you know I already wanted to leave. Right. <laughs> 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 can, can I take that again?
0: Please. Yeah, Please. So of course you can. It's also tr- It's the truth. It's just I like say it terrible. No, you say it great. What's wrong with the way you say it? It's so genuine. Listen, we're not trying to make. We're not trying to po- give people the polished product here. They want to see the dirt. Okay. They want to see the grit. They want to see the, the, the sob sad story behind the smiles and the, the tragedy behind how to top it is what they want to see, basically. Right,
1: you want to see me drink vodka. <laughs> is <what>
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. For those listening at home, Giselle's just taking a huge tumbler of vodka. Um no a
1: big glass of water to <laughs> correct
0: myself everybody yes yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a tumbler of vodka gonna go viral, Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be our video clip right yeah. there uh, and we'll it's freeze frame it and just put too. vodka and put the arrow pointing down to it with a question mark beside yeah. it so there's no liability yeah. um so okay so tell me you kind of fell into it you wanted to be an actor and
1: yeah, so I was raised in Montreal, and I was always involved in theater, whether it was community theater or um, drama programs, improv. Mm-hmm. And so eventually I had studied theater when I was in CGEP, um, which, you know, CGEP is in Montreal, that's after high school. You go to CGEP for a few years, then right. you go to university. Right. Anyway, so i had studied theater, and, um, and then... I uh, had decided to move to Toronto because uh, an agent was interested in me mm-hmm. here in Toronto. Right. And uh, so I had moved, uh, you know, just left within a month. I thought I'd live in Toronto for two years. I wasn't expecting my whole life to <laughs> go in that direction. I really right. thought it was two years. And so uh, I thought, I'd just give it a shot here. I'd go back home. Anyway, so I... Uh, you know, I was uh, always working in bars and restaurants and while I was going on auditions. And after just a few years of that, which felt like a lifetime back then when you're sure. young, right? And yeah, yeah. So, um, so I tried that for a couple of years. I was trying the uh, the acting route, going onto auditions for television. I was doing a lot of theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, eventually um, I decided to go back to school. My dad's a university prof, and so he's always encouraged me to have uh, a backup plan to my acting career.
0: Was that his kind way of being like sort of being accepting your acting direction, but kind of going, that's really great, honey. You should probably get a real job as well, though. Is that kind of the attitude or was it more supportive (laughs) than that?
1: Maybe it was. I mean, they no, they were extremely supportive, right. always. Well, that's my great. parents. That's lovely. There was never any pressure to do it. Yeah, never any pressure to do anything. Just you know, you know, my dad also he's a university prof, but he's also an artist. He paints, so he does have you know.
0: So he gets it. Yeah, he
1: gets it. So, um, but I think I was not happy. So he mm-hmm. was saying, "Well, you know, maybe try and figure something else. You know, if there's something else that you love to do." And so, figuring out what else I loved to do was very difficult.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Um,
1: but then I thought, yeah, like, you know, I, yeah, I just was, you know, I thought, well, what else? I just loved acting so much. And then um, I thought, well, I do love kids. Every time I was around kids, they made me so happy. So I thought I'd go on to be a kindergarten teacher I thought, well, you know, that's a pretty awesome backup plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Performing for little kindergarten kids. I then, um, so I went back to school and I took anthropology at University of Toronto. Which is, I
0: think people don't realize how important (laughs) anthropology is when you want to be a kindergarten teacher. They just don't realize that. (laughs)
1: honestly it was just like what's easy to get in here to get me out to go to teacher's college. Okay? Right. Of course.
0: Yeah. Okay. Of course.
1: So yeah. So, and I thought it was interesting, you know, when I, I took a few courses and I thought, okay, that's the direction I'll take is uh, learning about different cultures. And mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, that'd be good. So anyway, I took anthropology and then when I had graduated, there was an ad in the paper. Like as soon as I graduated, there was an ad in the paper, um, Uh, from TVO Mm -hmm. looking for a preschool host and a producer. Right. Somebody to create a show from scratch, a preschool show from scratch. And basically it's this platform saying here. Yeah. (laughs) You know, come on, you know.
0: That's wild. Kind of like
1: YouTube, but not because I was getting paid off the (laughs) bat. It's like, here, create a show. And.
0: uh, Right. And actually,
1: and in many many ways it actually was like YouTube because um, it, you know, it was such a small group of us. There were, mm-hmm. it was myself and one other person who created the show from scratch. Mm-hmm. And we made all of our props. And I did my own hair and makeup and... Uh, That's
0: why um, I had no idea.
1: Everything. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, it was, yeah, it was not unionized or anything uh, like that yeah, at the yeah. time. It was just, here's, the studio was actually even in a closet. It wasn't even a real studio. The, the, the light, the lighting grid was so low down and the shadows were terrible um you know uh, i remember like i had blue eyes and <laughs> it just looked like I had dark eyes there was no like there was <laughs> it was so it was so simple and right. organic and low key yeah we created this show we you know uh, created new characters and developed um uh, you know different segments to appear throughout the preschool morning block so there are all these Animated shows, and then I would appear between the shows, and um, and and it was an educational show. So, right, you know, so I was at that time just reading a ton of books, parenting mm-hmm. books, you know, uh, teachers, <laughs> teachers guides. Uh, like this is pre internet, mm-hmm. so <laughs> so yeah. And then we created this show, and then it became huge. Now, having said that, TVO Kids already had a very familiar. A brand It was a household name to sure. many families in Ontario because there was an afternoon show at the time called The Crawl Space, and that was huge. And yeah. so when the morning show came along, um, that just helped to, you know, give a, a fantastic foundation for trust and uh, um yeah, and it was just embraced and kids loved it. Parents loved it. And
0: Did you love it from the get-go?
1: I loved it. Yeah. Oh, it was a dream. It was like yeah. I had my the best of both worlds, you know, coming together. I was performing and I was performing theatrical characters, bigger than life characters, mm-hmm. um, you know. And and then it was also my ideas went into the show. I
0: mean, yeah.
1: You know, I wrote the ideas. It was wild. Also, it was educational. So the route I was going to take, I never went on to teacher's college, but that was my plan. Yeah. I thought, wow, this is awesome. Really, my focus was going in that direction. And then it all came together and I absolutely loved it. And and then, you know, and, and the kids, especially because when you go in, we'd do stage shows as well and you would meet the kids mm-hmm. and uh, and just actually in my own personal life my life it was a life complete life changer
0: right all at the same time like like separate things like all yeah. just because of the show or, or just in general like there was a bunch of stuff happening
1: no because of the show mm. it was a, just a huge life changer you know that um you know so, suddenly I'm out in my right like soon afterwards within a month I be out in public and I was automatically I was so quickly recognized especially my voice people yeah, tell me of course and so people tell me and, yeah yeah <laughs>
0: you can't hear your voice
1: <laughs> well it, yeah well yeah I can <laughs> but I didn't know but I had no idea at the time that it was that it's iconic different that people yeah I know I had that I didn't know right I've only years and years of being told that, that, you know, I'd be, my voice would be recognized on the phone. Of course, yeah. It was crazy, like it still can be sometimes, it's not often that you're on the phone with like a, you know, but if you have to call a business, it's happened, if I say my name's Giselle, and then somebody (laughs) will say "Um, (laughs) you know, is this you mean, is this Giselle from TVO? I thought you sounded familiar, it's very funny. Which is so
0: lovely, I mean, I think it's really great. What Did you, uh, like it, it
1: is, providing you're not calling customer service and you're not <laughs> <happy> with something. <laughs> and it's like, no.
0: But nobody wants to make Giselle from TVO Kids pissed off at them, though. They don't want to be like, oh, God, I've made her angry. <laughs>
1: uh, maybe. <laughs> so
0: when you were, was it weird? Like, well, I guess the question I want to ask is that uh, being a children's entertainer, I often wonder if like they, there's like, a well, it, does it feel like did you feel fully fulfilled as an actor doing that? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm saying you absolutely should. But I know that there's kind of this, sometimes this uh, notion that, well, you're a children's entertainer, and maybe that's sort of a halfway step to being an actual entertainer. Or did you get it from the get-go that you what you were doing was really valuable and, and really good?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, your first question was, you know, did you fall into, like, did you just yeah. fall into this or what? I did fall into it. I had no idea on how you know taking all my my passion for theater would connect to being on a kids show, but mm-hmm. then yeah, I started to perform on TV and creating these bigger than life characters. And I loved it. And, and it, it, um, it would give me the adrenaline, like in the beginning, the adrenaline, like I was performing on stage, mm-hmm. like there's something about doing live performance, which is just such an adrenaline rush. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so yeah, that was all there. And it continues to be there in that. I feel like that's my forte. I feel like that's what I'm meant to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's really what I, I really love doing. And Yeah. Did
0: I answer that? <laughs> no, it was perfect. It was fantastic. I think what's, you know, it's great is that you're one of the, one of not very many people that I know that I've had the good fortune to get to know and uh, have been familiar with their work prior to knowing them personally. And you were like a really good fit. Like you were like one of these people who was like a zero disappointment person to meet. Hmm. And I know that only, I only knew you as, you know, from what you were doing, through the eyes of of our kids watching you on television but you would be in our family room every morning i was going to swear there uh i feel like i can't swear in front of you i think i said that to you last time we talked as well i don't know why that's terrible oh, i'll get around to it you can i'll work it up <laughs> <laughs> i'll work my way up to an f bomb later it's fun um and we you know you were in our family room every morning so it was it was like you know you'd see you as this character on television And then to meet you in person was like, wow, she's like the real deal. Like she's, uh, like you really, it's evident. Like you come across on television as you really, really, and on screen in general, that you really, really care about what you're doing and you're so genuine and authentic. And then you talk to you in real life and you're like, oh damn it. She's authentic and genuine in real life too. I thought she'd be a little bit of a fraud. I thought we'd get sort of get behind the counter, behind the stage a little bit and she'd be really angry or something. (laughs) I don't know, but you're just like genuinely. I mean, you just you seem to have the same level of energy. I guess is what I'm saying. You know, from back in you know when uh, when Owen was watching our oldest, it was watching in like 2001, 2002, and uh, and it's like you have the same energy level now. why what's wrong? How what's your secret? Really? Yeah.
1: Am I, am I, it better not whoa. be cocaine, or uh, I'll be really upset. <laughs> It's, it's the vodka in my class. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, are you trying to say I'm immature? No,
0: no not at all. I think you're just—it's just one. It's like you know, you'll meet people. Like surely you must have met people. You must have met people that you had known from hearing them or seeing them or something, or in their work. And then you meet them, and they're like, yeah. ah, they've just been putting on a show this whole time. They're kind of a disappointment, a letdown."
1: Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah. you, I mean,
0: I mean, I I try to. For me, uh, I always worry that when people meet me, they're going to be oh. He's not. He's, he tries a little too hard in real life. He seems. Like, he seems much more easygoing on video, but in real life, he's like, eh, he's a bit of a tryhard. Uh, whereas yeah, with you, it's it. like you're this, It's true. Okay. I wasn't <laughs> just fishing for compliments, but actually, I was a little bit. Um, but you, you're like that same level. So, like, how have you met? Like, you're just, you're just genuinely excited. So, what happens? So, what happened after you left TVO Kids and 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 now? Because now you're doing stuff on social and on YouTube. And killing it on TikTok.
1: It's really nice of you to say that you think I have that same kind of energy. I'm still, yeah, I, I might have the energy of, of uh, that person, I guess. Yeah, I, I think I do have that energy.
0: When you meet people in real life, when you see them in, in the grocery store or something, who's more excited, the kids or... Well, this is interesting. This is a twofold question. One is, who was more excited back in the early 2000s to see you, the little kids or their parents? And now, who's more excited to see you, the uh, much older parents or the kids in their late teens, early 20s?
1: Yeah. mm, It must happen every day.
0: It must happen every day when you go out.
1: Well. You know what? With Since the mask, COVID, right. With the mask, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot less. Believe me, like bare, like yeah. No, oh my god, nothing close to what it was pre-COVID. <laughs> um, you know, because I'm
0: one more negative covered. for although
1: the I pandemic. Re- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, although I have been recognized even with my my mask before, which is kind of funny. The voice, I guess, again.
0: I don't know if you ever saw, I'll just interject. you ever see Steve Martin do his yeah, thing at the beginning ahead. of the pen, Steve Martin at the beginning of the pandemic was making a joke about the fact that no one recognized him. So he had a, a mask on and then a sign above it said, I'm Steve Martin on top of it. See, that could have, it's me, <laughs> it's me, funny. Giselle. You should have just I had that on a mask.
1: No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but who, who, so who, who got <laughs> more weird. excited back in the day? Was it the little kids or was it the parents? You know what?
1: They're, it's a very young audience, right? Yeah. So the little kids um, I think it was often the parents who would recognize me first and then the kids would be very excited. But often I was told like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I think I'm more excited than my child. You know, right. people say that. Yeah. And sometimes you could feel that the energy from the parents are as excited as the, the kid, which is, yeah, kind of incredible, really. Um, but so, but the parents don't freak out and hide and cry. <laughs> Some have cried, believe it <gasps> or not. But, oh,
0: that's so nice though, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of it. Oh, just meeting the, the kids who watch. It was always the best. It's still the best. And um, anyway, yeah, they'd hide behind their parents' legs. Some of them would freak out and cry. And, and uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So back then I would say definitely a combo. And even now um, it's, there's so many different age ranges because I was on air for eighteen years, yeah. a children's entertainer yeah. on TVO,
0: which doesn't make any sense. By the way, looking at you, and I'm not trying to butter you up by saying this, but it's not like I look at you and go, "Oh, time has taken its toll on her." I don't, I don't say that at all. <laughs> I sort of look at you and go, oh, oh, "She looks good. the same, damn it!" I don't know how you did that, no, but
1: no, that's super nice. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm not trying to butter you up. I'm real close (laughs) to the (laughs) Um, Okay, anyway. I'll have another sip of my vodka. I'll have another sip of my
0: vodka. So, like, the like, it must be really fun now, because you've got, like, with the, you, as you may have seen, like, uh, Steve from Blue's Clues uh, posted that lovely video where he was like, you know, hey, listen, I just took off to school one episode, and uh, you look like you've done a lot, you've done great things, and it was, I mean, I watched that clip, and I was wrecked watching that, and I mean, it was only, again, it was like Owen and Gregor, our kids, who watched Blue's Clues, and, but it was so impactful, and I thought, man, there's a real place for that kind of stuff now and that kind of reassurance and that kind of uh you know just kind words uh even watching like we watched uh, you know uh, bob ross even though shannon feel my wife shannon thinks that uh, bob ross is a sham by the way she never grew up with bob ross you know, the guy you know the painter you know what i'm talking about
1: I I know who he is, but I didn't grow up with him either. So I don't, like, I've heard of him. Yeah, I know what he looks like. Amazing painter. Yeah. Yeah, I've been told. But he
0: was always like very soft, very soft-spoken. We're just going to put a happy little cloud here. We're going to do this over here. You're doing great. That's just a happy little accident. Don't worry about it. It was like really nice. Now we're going to be really brave. We're going to put one big tree down the front. And uh, it was like, people would watch it as like, almost like a a visual Valium for people. It'd be like, ah, yeah, that's good. Takes the edge off quite a bit. And um, I feel like there's a real need for that now with this sort of, you know, you can see with the Steve from Blue's Clues video and how, well, how viral it went, like how crazy amounts of views it got so quickly. And I look at you doing your TikTok because a lot of people, if they don't know, you're on TikTok and and, other, and YouTube as well. And uh, But on TikTok, what's really interesting with you is that I've noticed you've got a, some pieces of content that are kind of geared for grownups like not not meaning like they're you're telling dirty jokes but i'm like you gave dating advice on one of them and i was like this is perfect this is (laughs) like who wouldn't want their childhood tv hero to be like talking to them in their pocket computer that's amazing so do you get lots of feedback from that kind of stuff
1: yeah so i'm first of all i'm really glad you say that because it took a lot of courage <laughs> to want to go there but people were asking me
0: was it uncomfortable at first
1: yeah i thought well you know to find, to actually to hit the post button yeah you know i mean i really i, I definitely could talk about anything of my life experience and you know and uh, and you know i think yeah now a lot of my tiktok followers are you know millennials and uh, mm-hmm. so so you know, people have. I get a lot of pers- DMs, a lot of personal messages, and people contacting me, and parents too, telling me, you know, uh, you know, you know, like somebody said, "Save, save our teens." Mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, and this is, and I'm, I'm, you know, of course, I have. Uh, a teenage daughter myself, my eldest is a teenager. And so, you know, I'm just trying to figure that stuff out myself. Um, but I right. thought it was fascinating that people um, are interested in, you know, advice for parenting and people are asking me for advice about dating or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, life advice, career advice, you know. And so it's, yeah, it's a kind of amazing that, People have reached out to me and, have, you know, have asked me these things. And so I thought, okay, well, let me just put something out there and just see what the feedback is. Like, you know, I felt like it was a big deal because it's just not my usual thing, right? And so, yeah, and it's doing um, well. Yeah, like, yeah. It's doing so, really well. Yeah, I think, you know, people, uh, yeah, people are interested in it. People say, you know, they want more. So it is something I'm putting my head around. I've been, you know, mm-hmm. enough people have been telling me, you know, you should really have like a YouTube channel and address it to millennials. And millen- this is from mm-hmm. millennials saying that. So yeah. So I find that kind of. Incredible, really, that they want to hear from me. I'm, I'm like, wow, you, I, you know, that that's so nice, that's so flattering, I, you know, um, so yeah, so mind you, having said that, we'll see what happens if I end up doing it,
0: because
1: <laughs> I know then the comments are turned on on YouTube. <laughs> the kids' stuff is safe; there are no comments.
0: <laughs> oh, never worry um, about the comments. Never worry about the comments.
1: Yeah, so.
0: Yeah, it's something I'm I'm interested in exploring. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd be phenomenal. I think it's a it's I think as I said that Steve uh, from Blues Clues video and um and and your TikToks with the dating advice and stuff like that. You can really see that there's just like there's just so much so much information, especially being I can't imagine being the age of my kids right now. Like there's just so much stuff. Happening and so much source of information, so many sources of information, so many notifications, so many things. Like I remember, like Shannon and I talking about, we would text the boys, uh, our kids, and they wouldn't respond. And initially, we were getting upset. And I remember sitting beside uh, one of them and watching their phone go, buh, buh, buh. And it's just like notification after notification after notification. It's like, well, the reason they're not responding is because they got like eighty in the past hour. Like they've got to sift through that information constantly, and. I think it's just probably, it speaks to the fact that uh, like your video is doing well and, and that and that desire for those, you know, kids who are uh, the, the earliest part of Gen Z and the millennials is uh, they need that sort of like to have someone from their childhood kind of just, who's not judging and who's not you know, who's just kind of there to be like, you know, keep being good and setting and modeling good behavior. God, I think it's, it's so needed. And I think it's such a, an amazing thing to be able to do. And I know that even speaking from my experience, like of just people talking to me about stuff and they go, I'm so glad that you're speaking out about this. And it is a really hard thing to get your head around it. Like, well, why, I'm, I don't know if I'm qualified to say to, or, or be cool enough, you know, to listen to, but I mean, you have the track record though. I mean, if it weren't for you, the Wiggles would be nobody's in Canada. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you know about the wiggles it's we true were, we were the, well we were the first show to air the wiggles in canada yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> oh, thank <a> little, you <laughs> uh, it was a little bit of a, a little hard little hard days night action i think it was sort of like a beatles-esque sort of uh <laughs> montage of you you guys getting chased by fans Is it? A oh press yeah or yeah like that?
1: we did a music video together yeah so yeah i anyway i, I i'm with you that i feel that you know how you know, do you actually want to listen to me? Like, am I, you know, this is, you know, am I qualified for this? But I feel like I guess all I could do is speak about my own experiences, and and you know, maybe somebody will get something from it. So it can't it can't hurt to share my experiences, and you know, and when you're most of my um, the ages, I mean, it's a really vast, uh, you know, uh, range of ages that are following me on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like that's those are the people who are responding the most the the you know Gen Z and millennials so the mm-hmm. young ones are asking for that for guidance. So yeah. So something I'm exploring ish, you
0: know? Well, you know, I, I've, I've kind of cool. I've kind of cooled off recently. I went through a phase once you and I started to know each other where I would just harass you all the time with like, you should do this. You should do this. You should do this. And I've been, I've cooled off quite a bit because I don't want to annoy you, but I think I might start up again just to get you to do this because it would be so great. I think people would love it.
1: Oh that's awesome Stuart. No believe me if you if it comes from you I'm listening and I love your advice. Let me make that very clear. I I listen and I know I love it all. My god, don't stop and I and uh okay. you know yeah, you're one person who seems to care and to support me and, and and tell me, you know, like what you feel which direction I should go. So yeah, no I I appreciate it.
0: I've, I find the sentence, you're the one person to care. I find the one sentence, that sentence, of, "Yeah, you're the one person to care. That seems disingenuous. That's the only disingenuous thing you've said. You seem like the one person who cares. About me. Nobody cares about Giselle from TVO Kids. Everybody hates Giselle except you. See, that's part of the thing. It's because you've done the broadcaster trick. You've done the broadcaster trick of talking to one person instead of many people. That's it. You're talking to one listener, one viewer. And you used that trick on me and I fell victim to it. And then this, the curtain has come down and now I know it's all an act.
1: <laughs> no, I, I can't. Let me just like rephrase that. So you're the one person I think who has, who's similar to me in that you are doing many different things or I'm, well, I'm not, no, I shouldn't say you're similar to me. I'm following you because you've been doing this for a long no, time. Come but, on now. No, but you have a, a lot of experience in the areas that I'm interested in and, and that I'm exploring and, and doing. And so, uh, yeah, so it really means a lot to me when I hear your advice. It's absolutely valuable. Is that better? That was very nice.
0: Uh, It's very flattering. So thank you very much. I think it might be a little foolhardy, but that's okay. I mean, I'll let you, everyone's got to make their own mistakes and that's how you learn. Um, (laughs) And if yours is following me, (laughs) then that's yours. It'll be a great lesson for you to pass on to the millennials one day. Hey, give us your next TikTok right there. Hey kids. Hey kids. uh, Remember me from TVO Kids. Listen, don't follow any 50 year old social media content creators advice. It's useless. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my face! So hurts. I want to ask you.
0: Okay. <laughs> so I, want, yeah. I want to ask mm-hmm. you uh, when you. What's really interesting is you're saying at the beginning of the conversation that uh, TVO just basically said to you, here you go, here fill this block of programming with uh, interstitials and uh, yeah. and little blips and blurbs of content, uh, and make your own props and all that kind of stuff. So I have two questions. One is uh so does that mean like things like uh like had a to top it and, and people who know your show will know who that is um were were created by like you basically?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. So had a to top is it that's a great um that's a great example to talk about ideas mm-hmm. and how they came yeah. about. So I was told when I just got the job. I I think it was the first day. I was told that I had, you know, I, I was told that I had to make a, a puppet. I had to yes, yeah. make like I had to from scratch, like make a puppet.
0: But that and, hadn't uh, been in the job description, though, right? That hadn't been like, hey, be a come, come be a TVO kids kids presenter and also a puppeteer and puppet master creator. It didn't uh, say that. It, it just, well,
1: it might have. They might have mentioned it when I was auditioning. Yeah, okay. because one of the auditions right. I actually had to. Uh, there were several auditions before I actually got the part. Um, right. And one of them, I was asked to make a puppet and so, and and talk about cooperation. Okay. So I had to write right. a little thing about cooperation and my puppets. So anyway, so when I went to the audition, <laughs> I I brought a mop and I made this, I had this mop with a, um, I drew a little face on it. You know, one of those stringy mops, okay. those little white yeah, stringy yeah. old school mops. Yeah. Anyway, I, bought one of those it was clean and and, uh, and then I had a, a bucket anyway so I showed up with this mop and uh, and then I sit in the green room where other people were auditioning and they have these beautifully sewn puppets like hand puppets and I should have I look like I looked like I was I was, the, I was the janitor I was coming clean with my mop and bucket and and so I yeah I brought him with a mop and these people are holding these beautifully sewn puppets and I <laughs> the information about for this audition, I think might have come in like the day before, maybe two days prior. And you had to write the script and everything. So I couldn't believe it. I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to get this job with my right. mom. Anyway,
0: <laughs> the other puppets like sort of imagining that waiting room and the other puppets are like the other people are so good. The puppets are interacting with each other. And like a separate from the humans. Like that's the level of puppeteering.
1: Yeah, what's with the mop guy? I mean, <laughs> right? like, what's with the mop? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's with the mop? Anyway, so so I did know that uh, you know, I did feel that the that I'd have to uh, design puppets for this show. Right. Like that's how how you know, how creative you had to be. You had to mm-hmm. think, you know, create scripts. You had to design props and, you know, puppets. Yeah. Anyway, so then when I got the job, I was, now it was formal, you know, you have to make a puppet. And so uh, I had no, like, the only experience I had with sewing was making um, cushion chair covers, okay, <laughs> that my mom taught okay. me yes. to make. Yeah, that's
0: impressive, though. Okay? yeah.
1: So, it's not pop yeah, level, so, but it's impressive. <laughs> exactly, and it was, and yeah. they were hand sewn. So anyway, that's that idea is how I created had a to topazet, and but I made him right. very big, and like I drew a picture on a newspaper, and then I I pinned it to fabric, and anyway, basically that's how I designed had a to topazet. So I had this big monster, this big orange monster character. Um, and his name came about because I was in an interview for Star Week, uh, you know, the the TV guide back then, there were TV yeah. guides. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Do you need to share with your audience what a TV guide so is? So, audience listening,
0: a TV guide <laughs> was a uh, the, uh, printed Sherpa of uh, television viewing, basically, is what it was. And it gave you a little, I don't need, people understand. The schedule. People who are listening to the me, the they, know. <laughs> yeah. they know. They're all really old. It's fun.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So, anyway, so I had this interview and And they asked me, you know, so how does your family feel about you getting the job? Again, this is like the first week. I had just started. How does your family feel about getting the job? And I said, well, I said, oh, they're over the moon. I spoke with my dad this morning. I said, you know, he called me. He was in Montreal and he called me up and he was ask, you know, ask me about work and how's the job going. And I said, well, I have to, you know, create this puppet. And so he said, oh, the puppet must wear hats. He should always wear a different kind of hat. So basically, my ideas were my dad's. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, so I tell this in the interview. I said, yeah. I said he well he called me up and he said, oh, you know, uh, you, he should the puppet should always wear different hats and and so and then my my producer and my executive producer were sitting there and they said, oh my gosh, we love that idea. The puppet will always wear different hats. I'm like, okay, awesome. So yeah, so I created this puppet and and then yeah, and
0: then that's how it, it came about that he was wearing well that's had. pretty because <laughs> yeah, and then had a to top had a to top it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. That's great, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. the other question I had about, uh, I mean, that's phenomenal. First of all, because had a to top it, for anyone who knows is like an iconic character as well. Um, yeah. Well, wh- and-
1: what, he, he, what was made him different is that he sat on my hand, and then I'm not a ventriloquist, but. I would move his lips, but you'd see my lips moving, you know, it's not like I was hidden. So that was the whole thing that made him very unique right. is that my, I would be speaking with this puppet on my arm and, mm-hmm. and you'd see us both speaking back and forth to each other. Right. And you talk like this and say like, Hey Giselle, how's it going? <laughs> so Yeah.
0: <laughs> For the listeners that would, uh, she, I didn't even see Giselle's mouth moving when she just did that voice. That's how good she is. <laughs> she was just smiling through that whole thing. That's how it works. Ventriloquist You're skills. A are. Uh, You're a
1: funny guy. You're a funny guy.
0: So the other question I had for you about puppets was the uh, recently there was a, a TikTok that you posted put out, and it was one of these uh, very touching uh, TikToks. Uh, not that just you do them specifically, but it was one where it was. Uh, you, I, you'll have to excuse me because I can't remember the squirrel. Are you talking name.
1: about? I think sticks. Sticks.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so. here's. The, I have to. Set, I have to set it okay, up though go because ahead. We'll ha- in the video, uh, in the video, uh, it sort of refers to. I think it refers to like old friends. The idea. I can't remember what the the background is or not. But and anyway, this it's sort of this this touching sort of like essentially connecting with people. Blah 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 that kind of stuff and 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 very emotional.
1: Yeah. Like I can't stop. Thinking. About yes you. I can't stop thinking exactly think, yeah like,
0: and then at the yeah. very very end and like the last few frames uh the uh the paw of the uh squirrel puppet touches you on on the shoulder right is that right yeah yeah and the, and yeah. then here but here's what I was thinking and that's what I want to cl- want you to clarify is <laughs> a couple of things one are you not allowed to show the full squirrel and you only, you thought I'll take a chance on the paw <laughs> Or two, did you just take the paw when you left? Did you leave the rest of the yeah. squirrel? <laughs> and there's a there's a squirrel puppet at TVO Kids in the back room that's missing a paw. And he's going to have to be renamed to like righty or lefty or something now.
1: I'm going to sit on that one, (laughs) let you sit on that one, and you let your imagination go wild. (laughs)
0: oh my god okay that's good it's better not knowing it's better making up the story in my head that you see in my head you only have the paw that's it but maybe other people will see it differently (laughs) you are like i sort of imagine you leaving on your last day going well you're coming with me not all of you (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: Just tore off his poor little arm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's very
0: funny. Oh, poor sticks.
1: Yeah, I thought, uh, I just, let me just say that I thought that was a fun. Little teaser at the end. It was <laughs> great. It was
0: so good. I mean, it, and,
1: no, i was so glad just, And I love that you thought it was so emotional too. Because to me, I'm like, oh yeah, it is emotional. But you're right. At the end, I, I, I did think it was pretty funny. And, all right, and then I thought, is this look too creepy? Like, like
0: it did and, look slightly romantic. But up. I was willing to overlook that because, <laughs> because I was, yeah, I mean, if you were like, you know, because I
1: was in bed. because yeah, I was in bed. You're, that's right. You're,
0: the- you're in bed with Stix's girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean oh. that's fine listen I'm not here to judge and I think we're all all of the fi- kids that grew up watching you they're all older now they all know not to judge and- <laughs>
1: oh, I'm <laughs> dying here oh, okay God. so um, oh.
0: I wanted to ask you uh, a couple of quick questions before we finish up here and there's so m- I could talk to you forever um <laughs> Okay. But here are my, the two questions. Uh, the first question is give me a really great tip and it could be about anything. It doesn't, it doesn't, it could be absolutely anything that you think is a good tip for, I'll give you an example. Um, so, uh, Richard Krauss, uh, if you know, Richard Krauss is, he was on the show a little while ago and he, uh, said, if you are, if you are juicing a lime and you have one of those, those clam glass, you know, the juice things, he squished the, he put the half lime or orange and you push down and it squishes out the juice. He says, the key is to cut off the top sort of centimeter of the half of the, the lime as well. So there's like a, you cut it off. So it's cut in half, then on top of the juicer, and then you cut off the top centimeter and then squish it. You get twice as much juice out of it. That's what he said. So that's the kind of really, the, yeah. Apparently, that's, oh, that's isn't that good to know.
1: Thank you, Richard. Krause. I know, yeah. right? Exactly. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So what
0: kind of? What's oh, your? Now re- I have to
1: think of something it brilliant. it doesn't like have that? to be
0: as amazing and life-changing as that, but it just any, a really great tip. Could be anything.
1: I love. I love that the lemon is your life
0: changer. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. that's I, I keep try to keep the bar as low as possible for myself, so I'm never disappointed. <laughs>
1: Um, oh gosh, um yeah, um, okay, let me just see how to say it, but um I guess my biggest tip would be that no i'm I'm so bad at saying do this. do you
0: wanna do you wanna get the, the sticks as paw? Will that help?
1: <laughs> yeah, so I can slap myself <laughs> just the paw. <laughs> Not some sense in me, <laughs> just the paw. Oh my God. Um, when, uh, hold on. Oftentimes, your young people, okay, one second. <laughs> Often, a lot of young people, no, hold on, God is that? Where's my paw?
0: Take a deep breath and another sip of vodka, <gasps> oh, and you'll be fine.
1: I'm trying to like just say, okay, okay. So, okay, no, truly, I do believe this. I feel that, that you should always go for what you love. And even if you get sidetracked and try different things, that you just keep trying different things, just keep just keep doing basically. And while your, your main focus is on what you love, and if you have to get sidetracked, it doesn't matter like if you have to take a job that you're not really interested to help support yourself in order to be going after your dream, then, you know, do what you have to do. And eventually I really believe that the universe is just going to push you right through to where you ought to be.
0: That was amazing. That was so good.
1: Yes. No, it was no, no, no. It was really, really good. (laughs) I would
0: make fun of you if it was, if it wasn't good. It was really, really good. It was excellent. It was really good.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay, good. I mean, I really mean that. I was just trying to think if I could think of anything that I haven't said before because I feel like I'm always preaching that. And I, well,
0: I know, but I'm I think though, there's always someone new who needs yeah. to hear it, which has never heard it before. So that's really good. I think it's great. I think it's lovely. Okay. Um Here's my uh, the, okay. the last question is uh, if you could go back to yourself one year ago, so you're standing around, and then in in the through out of the ether, you appear, and you say, "Hey, it's me." You, from one year in the future, I've come to tell you this. And it could be like, do this. Like some sort of advice you would give yourself a year ago. So advice, not, not a long time ago. not doesn't have to be big picture advice. I'll give you another example of what this advice was. So uh, Brent Butt and Nancy Robertson were on the show. And Brent said uh, his, so what he would do is he would, he just recently bought himself about a month and a half ago, bought himself a typewriter because he loves typewriters. And he, he's always loved them. And he bought himself a nice typewriter he said, I would go back a year ago and I would say, just buy the damn typewriter because it's only 300 bucks and it's bringing you so much joy. Like, don't waste any more time not having this typewriter. So that's it could be as simple as that. So what advice would you give yourself a year ago?
1: It's actually funny that you mentioned this because it was actually – think I was thinking this could have been my tip as well, that I, I have – I have on my vision board. I have a vision board from a year ago. Do you really? I do. It's in my closet because that's where I see it all the time. Like that's a place that I'll that's great. make sure that I could absorb it. That's why. <laughs> so wild. when I'm getting dressed in the morning, I'm looking at my vision board and taking it all in. I
0: love you know? it. I love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So on my vision board, and I don't have the exact words in front of me. I almost want to get it. But you can anyway, if you want. You're so, welcome to. So I'll get it. Okay. 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 So just one sec.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay,
1: okay. hi oh, yeah. Okay. so um, okay, so I just took it off of my board. okay. Well, don't forget to so put it back no, I will not. <laughs> Okay so and, and it just ties into the tip. So this can, this could be this is like the tip and what you're asking me now so you can Amazing. choose whichever you like. okay. Um, so I look at this one all the time. I love this one. Okay. So there's a saying that says where you are a year from now is a reflection of the choices you choose to make right now. So I have actually been looking at this for a year and I live by this. I swear by this. And that's a message I'd love to share with young people. The choices that you make now, they are going to, um, affect where you're at in a year from now. So I really, i got to be honest with you, I don't really have any, I don't feel like I have any regrets from a year mm-hmm. ago talking to my future. I feel like I'm doing, I feel like I'm I'm so fulfilled in, in just doing so many different things. And I'm actually also on the route of still figuring things out. I'm putting my hands into all these different places. So I also would love to invite people to join me to go on that journey and say like, you know, just keep doing what you love and, you know, you're going to end up being where you meant you're meant to be it's like I'm 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 back in that Mm -hmm. you know as an old person (laughs) (laughs) like I'm you know and and um so I really I I I don't know if I'd have anything that I tell myself other than just keep uh pursuing that what you love doing and trying different things and it's amazing on how much has happened in one year mm-hmm. from a year ago, just having when I launched my YouTube channel and everything that's happened after that, even meeting you, mm-hmm. thats even you're even a part of that, right? Like even this, that we're having this conversation.
0: Did you want me to send a picture of me for your vision board? <laughs> or you just get one online, just print one out and cut it out.
1: I already have one okay, on there. Okay, good, to be okay good. awesome.
0: <laughs> that's good.
1: It's like you, there's Oprah. <laughs> <now>. <laughs>
0: Like, it's a spectrum,
1: and that's it. <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. a
0: spectrum. Don't do that stuff. Yeah. Follow what Oprah did. <laughs> you're
1: funny. <laughs> so yeah, so I live by that. Is that okay that that's that great. is my answer? Because that's the no. Honest, that's amazing. That's the honest. That's fantastic. Truth. Feel like that's I'm, good.
0: It's just just it's just you would maybe you'd go back a year from now and you'd say to yourself, you're right. Just keep. The decisions you're making now are affecting where we are a year from now. So that's good. I like it. It's great. Yeah,
1: that's right. Phenomenal. Yeah. And, and it, Yeah, and I think it's a great message for, you know, for anybody, not just young people, but um, that really, yeah, that a year goes by quickly too, right? Mm-hmm. And so you could just keep it and just make it really, you know, Boring and you know, you know, a year of that lacks adventure, and even during COVID, it was so wild mm-hmm. in the past year, but yet, I, you know, um. I just find the joy in things that I love doing. And I think even having all that happy energy and excitement for the adventure mm-hmm. of not knowing what's going to come in a year, like it's, you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Like you put this stuff out there and then you don't know where it's going to go. And and then, and now I could look back and say, gosh, it's been a really cool year despite of, all the horrid pandemic it's been amazing you know so that's
0: phenomenal that's really great (laughs) that's fantastic um and uh of course we i mean we, we didn't really even touch much on your youtube channel and what you're doing there are you keeping the youtube channel largely for uh like preschool kids and then the tiktok for not necessarily pre like for more of the millennials and that type of thing
1: yeah yeah, so, the, well, TikTok, it's, you know, there's uh, there's minimum age right. anyway on there, you know, I, I think it's 14, 13 or 14, yeah, I think but anyway, so, yeah. there's, there's a minimum wage on TikTok, mm-hmm. and so I have minimum wage. That's there's a minimum, minimum wage on TikTok,
0: minimum. yeah. It's $15 an hour. And
1: I have, I don't qualify yet for that, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, so I have my preschool channel. I'm maintaining that right now, like just uh, video every month. I'm not on a weekly basis mm-hmm. just because I'm busy with other um, other projects as well. One of them is um, is uh, I'm, I'm developing a, a new show. Mm-hmm. I have a, a preschool series that. I'm it's with a production company mm-hmm. now. We're working on developing that show, and now I'm working on another developing another show. Oh my god! Um, so I'm putting. So yeah, I'm putting my hands. Like like I said, I'm just doing what I love. Just try, mm-hmm. trying different things, and um, and yeah, and um, uh, yeah, my TikTok is for uh, yes, yeah, definitely geared uh, for older people. For right. you know, I, I guess anybody, any anybody who's a teen plus really, yeah. because I even have you know, uh, sixty year olds who uh whose kids have watched me right. who are you know, who are following me, right? So um that's where my TikTok is. It's yeah, just for an older crowd. Um and I just have a lot of nostalgia on there and then yeah, doing little life advice and also I'm considering doing a YouTube channel for young adults. And um,
0: yeah yeah i think that i think that's a great idea i think that that's the uh i think that's the ticket i think that's it's something that you'd be really great at doing like i said there's a a bit of salve in in uh in the way you talk and the way you address people and that sort of you don't feel judged and it kind of takes people right back to that point when they're little kids i think when they can kind of they kind of need to hear that kind of reoccur you know reassurance and that encouragement uh as you get out into the real big bad world so keep doing what you're doing it's it's much much needed and it's and getting to know you has been really exciting for me and uh again because you haven't been disappointing except for when you stole that puppet's arm i think that was the (laughs) that was a little shocking and jarring
1: be careful what you say i might steal your own arm (laughs) there's (laughs) two spreading spreading rumors
0: you know in in a weird way it adds a little balance to you and it actually makes it makes you a bit more palatable that's good (laughs) just
1: One day one day we're gonna meet yeah. and we are gonna recreate that TikTok, but it's gonna be your little arm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> On the other side. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll look at a picture of you I'm going to hold a picture of you I'll Be holding a picture with like tears just streaming down my face I miss the days
0: I, I just want to have But I want to have Styx's paw on one side And my hand on the other That's what I want to have that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining I really appreciate you coming by and chatting Thanks so much Oh,
1: Thank you, thank you so much <laughs> It's fun
0: The really great podcast is fueled by our well-caffeinated friends at Club Coffee. Don't get too excited because there's no actual club to join. It's just a weird name. I don't know why they chose that name, but they did, and they're called Club Coffee. The good news is they make delicious compostable coffee pods. You can find it retailers across Canada, like Loblaws, Amazon, and Costco. If you're not into coffee, sorry. Oh, and they're Canadian too, eh? Man, oh man. Giselle is a force, isn't she? She's just phenomenal I mean how can you I, I mean why how has she got so much energy she's just like a she's like a, a fireball of joy <laughs> it's basically what she is and she is like you like I said at the top of the show like you you meet someone and you go and then you find out they're they're even better than you thought they're going to be which is rare and fantastic and I'm so grateful that I got a chance to meet and chat with, and and I've been able to get to know Giselle a little bit, and she's promised to make food for me and my wife, Shannon, when we go visit her, Giselle and her husband, and hopefully they'll get us some nice things to drink, too, which would be good, too. I'm not saying that Giselle has to, but I'm saying that it wouldn't hurt. The drinks would help. That's what I'm saying. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, What a fabulous conversation, and I hope to see you here next time on the next episode. Thanks for listening.